Welcome to the Best Coach Ever podcast. I'm your host, Lynette Marie, an online business mentor and social media expert to online coaches and totally obsessed with helping women win in life and business. After spending over seven years in the online fitness coaching industry and scaling my own fitness coaching business to multiple six figures, I fell in love with something new, helping women build their own businesses online. And to date, I've helped hundreds of women scale their own online coaching businesses to massive success. Each week in this podcast, I'll be sharing how you can be the best coach ever, which isn't just about being a good coach to your clients, by the way. It's about knowing how to run your business like the successful CEO you aspire to be. It's also about learning to run a business in a way that gives you the best life ever and your clients the best results ever. And lastly, it's about being the best, happiest version of yourself that you can be inside and out. Also in the best coach ever podcast, I'll be sharing the business strategies, mindset hacks, and life lessons I've learned in my own entrepreneurial journey and sharing interviews with industry leaders with expert advice in leveling up your health mindset and business. So if you're ready to be the best coach ever and learn to build the life and business of your dreams, come dive into the best coach ever podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Best Coach Ever podcast and another episode of the podcast where I probably have subpar audio, (laughs) as I typically do in this podcast. You know, it's funny for like the first few months of having a podcast and like not having great audio. I think it's kind of like, yay, like messy action. Like, go ahead, do the things, girl. Like, you're not letting the fact that you're technologically deficient and have crappy audio stop you from making a podcast. Um, And then like a year and a half in, it really stops being cute. And it's really like... Why can't I figure out how to record a podcast? So if you're not feeling great about yourself today, just know that there is Lynette out there in the world who's had a podcast for a year and a half and still can't seem to figure out how to make the audio sound good. I'm curious if you're listening to this right now, if you're like, yeah, Lynette, I can tell your podcast uh, is, is a little crusty, but I love what you say, so I come and listen to it anyway. Or if you're listening and you're like, honestly, your podcast audio sounds fine. Like, I've never noticed it sounding crusty. <laughs> and by crusty, I just mean, like, like I'm clearly just, like, a millennial recording a podcast episode in my office with, like, a $80 podcast mic. Um, yeah, with, like, lots of noise and whatever. But I just, yeah, I'm insecure about it because my podcast editor messaged me a couple weeks ago and was like, hey, did you, like, change up what you're doing to record the podcast? And at first I thought she was going to compliment me because I had been changing some things. Uh, but apparently for the the worst, the, uh, for the worst, they they were making me sound like I was recording a podcast uh, underwater uh, off of the shore of the Bermuda Triangle, which doesn't even have a shore. Lynette, get it together. It's funny. I live like in the middle of nowhere um, or it kind of feels like the middle of nowhere. It's not really, but it kind of is. Um, but I saw down the street from me, I'm pretty sure that there's like a a podcast recording studio where I could go there and I could just batch a bunch of podcasts and they would give me the audio and it would probably sound super clean and amazing. Maybe I'll do that. Probably not. <laughs> but I uh, I need to uncrust myself. That's my goal for 2023 is Lynette, stop being crusty in all the places you're being crusty. Is anybody sick of hearing me say the word crusty? <laughs> anyway, that's not what today's podcast episode is about. Today... I want to answer a question that I get all of the time and that I actually got from a client recently that even jogged this for me, but I get this question all of the time and that is, how do I know if I'm a service provider? God, I'm not going to make this short, am I? How do I know if I'm a service provider 
you know, trying to sell programs on social media or whatever, how do I know the difference between like what is good to make us free content versus what should be behind a paywall, right? Like what, what should I be posting on like Instagram or Facebook? That's like, you know, that I use to like get the clients to like get them interested in me to get them curious about what I'm doing versus how much should I hold back for my paid offers, right? And I get this question a lot and I get it because I used to be curious about this as well. And there's a lot of schools of thoughts around this, but I used to wonder like, yeah, like, you know, how much content is too much to put out there? Like if I'm doing a 30 minute breakdown of like what are macros and like how to track your macros, like, is that too much? Like, should I put that behind a paywall? Should I be charging for that? Should I only put that in my, in my paid offers? Or like, can I do that? Should I be putting that out there because I want to be super valuable, right? But like, at what point are you putting out so much valuable content that clients don't even feel like they need to hire you? They feel like, well, I got everything I need from their social media, so I don't need to pay for her program, right? That's kind of the fear is that we are going to share so much, people will not feel like they need to work with us, right? However, in reality, that rarely happens. It's rare that we post so much on social media that somebody decides like, oh, well, like, I've gotten everything I need from this coach, so I'm not going to work with her. Because us posting educational things that, quite honestly, they could probably find if they just Googled, it just doesn't compare to actually working with us individually as a coach, right? So like, I post a lot of information about building a business and being successful on social media and and creating offers. I post a ton of information online. I'm always on social media posting and creating and sharing. I have podcast episodes about one subject that's like 30 to 50 to 60 minutes long. So I pump out the content. If somebody were to string along all the information that I've posted on the internet into like a cohesive format, it would be very helpful and informative and it would still never compare with actually working with me. It would never compare to actually knowing my proven processes, my blueprints, my templates, um, the things that I teach clients. It just doesn't compare to that, and it doesn't compare to being able to get my specific feedback for your specific situation. And that's gonna be true of your, your coaching and your program as well. Right, because you could share like how to track macros or like what macros are, but that's not the same as someone getting a customized program from you on what their macros should be or how they should, you know, troubleshoot their problems or whatever the case may be. Right, you could share your personal workouts and what you've been doing to work out, and you could share your workout split, but that's not the same as someone getting a workout split uh, developed by you for their specific needs and goals much less the specific exercises that you would give them to, you know, reach their goals. It's just not the same. It's not the same to talk to your audience about the types of supplements you would recommend if they're struggling with XYZ conditions versus if they were to actually work with you and like get labs drawn and like get your expert advice on their specific blood work or their specific set of symptoms or whatever the case may be, right? I'm talking to maybe like NLPs or not NLPs, uh, NTPs, (laughs) But you get what I'm saying, right? Information and education does not replace the value of coaching. It doesn't replace the value of having information curated for you specifically and a pathway laid out for you specifically by an expert. Those will just never compare. So almost no matter how much information you share online, you're not likely to deter someone from simply working with you because you could be posting so much information and helpful advice and and how-tos and stuff online And it's still going to leave people with gaps that is just going to force them to hire you or hire somebody in order to fill those gaps. I've worked with a lot of coaches and even had coaches that I don't work with, but are like in my DMs and they're like, 
you know, I'm just afraid of, of sharing so much information that, yeah, that like people will not want to work with me. And I get that. I, I totally get that. Right. It's like you give out this information that you're like, wow, I'm, I'm not seeing a lot of people talk about this or like, this is really good stuff. Or like, this is really game changing. If people would listen to this, this would like change their lives. And then it could spark that fear of like, oh no, have I given them too much? Or like, if I've given them this, are they just going to go and run with it? And are they not going to work with me? But here's the thing. The more that we share online, the more valuable we become in the eyes of our audience and our consumer and our ideal client, right? If you're the person who's always sharing really extra valuable things online, whereas your competitors are maybe being more protective or they're they're not going as deep in their, in their lessons or what they're sharing with people, you're going to stand out amongst your competitors. In fact, if a people follow a bunch of wellness coaches or coaches in your industry and you're on that list and you're the one who is constantly showing up, showing out, providing the best value, giving the best secrets and tips and stuff like that, then you're the one that they're going to pay the most attention to. I'm thinking now of even social media accounts that I follow closely because they give information that I'm interested in. It's always the people who are giving the, like spilling the tea, man. Like they're the ones that are like telling you the most, giving you like step-by-step processes. Like they're just giving so much information and I love those accounts. And also the more that you are posting online that, you know, showing what you know and giving your audience advice and expertise, the more that you're really making yourself look like an expert and making yourself look like an authority that can be trusted because you're not like concealing all the information you know, you're really showing your audience just how much you know. Again, I can think personally of like accounts that I follow, um, you know, in the business space or in social media marketing or anything like that. And as soon as they share a bit of advice that I genuinely did not know or like is very um, like kind of next level, if you will, it really changes how I view that service provider. Like their value to me as a consumer goes up drastically. I am now seeing them as somebody who knows more than me and is someone that I want to learn from. And that experience alone is enough to just increase the odds that I'll eventually end up paying for something of theirs. Which, you know, I don't know if I would have that same experience with that person if they weren't so willing to share kind of like really, really good, valuable content. Now, am I saying that we want to share every single thing under the sun on social media? No, I don't think so. I I think that there's definitely a way to navigate sharing a lot to where you're really building trust with your audience and you're providing, you know, just a bit more value than a lot of your competitors while still remain like maintaining enough secrecy um, to not only honor your current clients and honor your process and your programs, But to like get people feeling like, okay, like I get so much good free content from her. What's it like to work with her? Which by the way, is what often people will start to think again, when you have really, really good content and even your free content is so helpful, it leads people to thinking, okay, well then what's behind a paywall? Like if I paid to work with this coach, what would be like, what else would I be getting? And obviously we want that, right? So just as an example, when I was a fitness coach, something that I did that was kind of like you know, a, you know, oh, I was always sharing really good free value, but something that I did to even kind of push the envelope a bit with sharing really helpful free information was I used to do um, nutrition audits on my Instagram story. So like maybe like two or three times a year, and you could even do this a bit more often if you wanted, I would put up like a Q&A box and I'd say, hey, if you are struggling to lose weight right now and you don't know why, share your like current fitness situation in this Q&A box. Like you might need to leave a couple of messages, you know, telling me what you're doing for workouts, what you have your macros set to or your nutrition calories set set to, or if you're not counting calories, like what, what you've been trying to do with your food and tell me the results you've been getting. 
And from that information, I'll choose, let's say, three or four people and I will like dissect their responses on my Instagram story and like coach my audience through your specific issue to explain what I would tell you to do if you were a client of mine. Now, obviously, this is insanely valuable because someone's basically getting a free audit of their nutrition situation where like, you know, some woman was would be following me and be like, man, I've been trying to lose weight. I don't know what I'm doing wrong and I'm trying so hard. And she now gets to share that information and I give her free advice um, publicly. But here's the thing. We as if you're a wellness coach, then, you know, like, OK, like that's valuable, but that really can only, only go so far. Right. There's me telling a girl, hey, I think your your macros are a little too high or a little too low or I think you are, you know, if, if we could add some cardio into your routine or if, if we could do that, right? Like any of these modifications I might be telling them, this is not going to like, not likely going to take them all the way through to their best result ever. And also we know that we can't just like kind of look in on someone's situation and have the best and perfect advice for them. Maybe, you know, I, I was really smart when it came to nutrition. So I probably did give them really solid advice. But even so, that one piece of advice explaining what I would do differently if I were their coach with their nutrition and workout doesn't replace actually working with me and having me walk side by side with you for 12 or 16 weeks, monitoring your results, monitoring your feedback, helping you modify the plan as we go along, being there for your emotional support when the plan feels hard, right? It doesn't compare, but it does look really valuable and it makes me look really good and smart as coach for me to be offering a couple of free audits every couple of months on my Instagram story. And that's the thing is that I'm doing this publicly, right? I'm not just like, hey, let me help you adjust your macros in private for free. It's like, no, you tell me what you need help with. And I'm going to post on my Instagram story. And it's anonymous because, you know, my audience can't see who's, you know, talking to me about their nutrition, but, you know, to share it on my story. So then, you know, I'm helping you for free. But in return, I'm like, kind of flexing what I know on Instagram story. So I used to do that. I've also done this as a business coach where I ask people to submit um, their profiles to get an Instagram profile audit from me. And I've done it on my Instagram story. I actually have a highlight on my Instagram profile of me going over people's Instagram profiles and saying like, hey, like, let's change this. Let's modify this. I'd like to see more of this. Let's see less of this. And is that a super valuable thing that's going to probably bring them more money? Absolutely. Is it going to replace actually working with me as their coach and learning all of my strategies versus just the one when it comes to Instagram profiles? No, it doesn't replace that. So for me, if 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 I can help somebody in a way that doesn't replace um, or, or compare to private coaching with me, which is very, very, very hard to do, or even not even private coaching, but like any of my group programs, any of my courses, if I can help somebody up until the point of where I'm literally giving away the content that's inside of my programs, I'm happy to do that. Um, but then of course, also remembering you guys that you can give strategy online or give ideas online or whatever. And as long as it's not your actual step-by-step process or your actual like formula for calculating people's macros or like some piece that is obviously that next level of like customization, right? I think that's really where I draw the line is when we're starting to get into too much customization that people should be paying for, right? So like I would not let somebody DM me and me calculate their macros for them unless I was like doing it a couple times a year as like a public thing just to show people like, hey, I will calculate macros for you that are probably not miserable. So yes, if we are going to like say across the board, like what is good to share and what where would we draw the line? I would say you really can share so much except for 
you know, maybe your step-by-step processes or, you know, your secret Krabby Patty formula for like what, you know, what you teach clients, that, that specific thing, the strategies or the processes or the plans that you teach that really actually get them their results. Um, that is really maybe what I would keep private. And if you're confused on how, how to maybe separate that out of like, okay, so, so wait, what? <laughs> A little quip that I like to say is just to share the what, but not the how. That's, that's kind of an easier way of looking at things is share with people what they need to do or what they're doing wrong or what needs to change or what they should be doing or whatever what they need, um, but share the how inside your paid program. So like the what might be, okay, you need to track your macros, and but in terms of how, how you actually figure out your macros, that's inside a program. Or maybe the what is like, well, you need to be on a stack of supplements that is based on your specific blood work and your specific symptoms and results. But as for exactly how to get those supplements and like know which ones are right for you, that's inside the program, right? So it's one thing to share with people just like, here's what I would be doing or here's what I would recommend that you do or here's what needs to happen to get your results. But then we're really just embedding that how we get the results and like what needs to actually take place step by step in order to get those results, that gets really, um, you know, that's behind a paywall, if you will. But also, and I'll, I'll kind of end with this, you guys, don't overthink it. You're never going to like accidentally share so much that you like destroy your business, right? You're never going to like share so much information about, you know, your process. And then you look back and you're like, oh, crap, like I probably shouldn't have shared all of that. But like good news, it's just going to make you look like a more trustworthy coach and you're just going to stand out more because you're giving more information than your competitors. So like if you have shared too much in the past, that's okay. You're not burning down your business. In fact, you've probably just been doing really, really great things in terms of generating people's interest in what you do and having people trust you and all of that. Um, The other side of things is just being so guarded of what you help people with that your content then becomes almost so surface level that it's not very helpful or interesting that is probably even more dangerous than revealing a little bit too much because you could still reveal a little bit too much and people still feel connected and called to work with you. But if we're sharing so little that our content then becomes so uncompetitive, like every other girl is showing you how to track macros, but you're only showing people, like you're only telling people what they are. That's when we need to kind of look at what we're doing and say, is there anywhere I could kind of go a little deeper with this and reveal a little more, have have my audience feeling like I'm kind of like spilling the tea on like, how I help people and whatever without compromising what I do with clients exactly without giving away, you know, the exact step-by-step process that I take clients through or, you know, going through the process with somebody, customizing somebody's macros and my DMs for no reason, right? I think you guys get it. Uh, This feels like it's been kind of a sloppy episode here, but I think at the end of the day, when it comes to free content versus paid content, um... I'm a big believer that the more value that you share, the more you're going to impress your audience, the more you're going to grow your audience, the more that people are going to trust you and respect you um, because they're going to just see how much you know, and that always bodes well for you. And at the end of the day, no matter how much you share, even if you were to share your process, you were to share you know, some of the things you specifically do with clients or your secrets or whatever, it's still just going to make you look like a more trustworthy um, coach, and it will just never compare to somebody actually working with you individually or in a group program, um, working through your process, your framework, etc. So I hope this brings some clarity to you and helps you kind of understand a bit more of how to navigate free content versus paid content. Um, and if you have any questions, you guys know where to find me. Check me in my DMs. 
on Facebook, on Instagram. I always love hearing from you guys, and I love having some dialogue in my uh, DMs with you guys about what's on the podcast. But as always, thank you so much for hanging out with me, and I will see you in the next one. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the Best Coach Ever podcast. If you love today's episode, do me a favor and share a screenshot of this episode on Instagram story and tag me, or go ahead and leave a five-star review for my podcast on iTunes. Both help me out so much in getting my podcast out to new people. Thanks again for hanging out with me today, you guys, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Best Coach Ever podcast.